Welcome to Grieving, Growing, and Glowing with Hisela and friends. My name is Hisela and I am your host or the host. I wanted this first episode or this little intro piece or whatever we want to call it or this short episode to just be a episode on me talking a little bit about myself and who I am and the purpose and the reasoning behind this podcast and this platform that I decided to put out there. Quick little story time. I think about a year or so, I wanted to have a space um, to have conversations that sometimes can be described as too taboo or too much. Um, these conversations, I wanted to be based on topics and things that people don't really like to talk about due to the vulnerability or the uncomfortability or the uncertainty about a lot of the things. Um, and I didn't feel like I was ready to step into my full power. I didn't feel like I was ready and I kept talking about it and I kept talking about it, but I never did it. And a lot had to do with my job. Um, I was or still am a alumni facilitator at a nonprofit. I remember that every single morning before we went off to facilitate our workshops or after we had already finished facilitating our workshops, we do staff debriefs. And in debriefs, we were always super honest and vulnerable with each other about how we were actually feeling. And I was always talking about how I was crying, how I read something or how I just felt that morning like I just wanted to cry and I did cry. And like I was always as honest because you know these people were my family and still are my family and i was just always super honest and i always wondered what it would be like to have a platform to do the exact same thing and just bring up topics and just talk because i remember any single time someone brought up anything in particular happening in their life someone would have a story um and i remember in 2020 i was not that i was struggling but i was learning a lot about spirituality and where that came from in my family and um every single person had like a different story about spirituality and i was like oh shit like imagine us having a podcast and just talking about these things so the reason behind that stemmed from that um and i felt like i always found myself talking about things that people don't really like to talk about and one of the things that people don't like to talk about is sex and the different types of sex and what sex means and the emotional attachment sometimes and the fun and the casual and like all these different types of sex um But I think that the podcast in itself, I want it to be a space where people are vulnerable and honest with themselves. I think me personally speaking, I don't like to sit with myself. I don't like to sit and reflect. And if I do, I start overthinking and I'm like, I should have done this better or I should have said this or I should have never let this person back into my life or I should have just done something differently. I should have seen the red flags. I should have seen the green, the green flags. I should have stopped a long time ago. Um, And I think that this platform will give myself and other people the space to be as honest with themselves as possible if they choose to of course um and to just open up and see things for what they are and see themselves for who they are and i think a lot of that comes from just talking like expressing that and having other people just listen while you're like going on a rant if you want to say that or you're venting whatever it is i wanted to be able to provide people a space with that and when i mean people i mean my family and my friends because i know that they do have a lot to say and i also have a lot to say about the things that have happened or occurred in my life and also talking about our, our families and what those experiences are like and who do we know and who do we see and how many cousins we have and what cousins we see and how our, some of our families have, as we've gotten older, they've been super distant and everyone does their own thing and holidays aren't the same anymore. I want to be able to talk about our experiences with drugs and alcohol and how some of us might abuse those things and some of us might be, that might be the only way we feel something or don't feel anything or feel at our happiest or feel at our lowest or eases our anxiety. 
I want to talk about this idea of surviving and how a lot of us are always trying to survive and never live and trying to enjoy life because we're always trying to work, 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 work because we got to pay bills and or the idea of money and how we don't like to spend it because we grew a lot of us grew up in low income families or poor families and don't know how to manage our money. And we think if we waste it, it would never come back to us. And we're going to be in the same position that we were when we were younger or how our parents were, how they used to struggle. I want to talk about our mental health and how our mental health and how a lot of us have a lot of mental illnesses and our parents are always clowning us for them or telling us that they're not true, that why are you depressed when you got a degree or you got a job or you got food on the table or you got a roof over your head or anxiety and what that looks like and how that affects women in very different ways and different parts of their body. We can talk about women's pleasure and women's sex and time and what that felt like. We can talk about sex now and what that looks like. Talking about how one came to finally understand that they were queer or what it means to be queer or still trying to understand if one is on the queer spectrum. I want to talk about the journey with grieving. I think that we don't really recognize or remember that friendships even are forms of grieving. We can grieve friendships because they were in a relationship that we no longer have this person in our lives and they're no longer here. They might physically still be present in our in the world and out there, but we're just not there and we grieve those friendships that are important to us. How we also grieve relationships and also grieve lost loved ones in our lives, that journey of grieving and how it's not linear and how every day is different because one day it might hit you more than the other and other days it's just like oh they're just not here but i know that they're here and you're just not seeing them talking about the pressure to be perfect at life and adulthood after college and what imposter syndrome looks like and what that looked like in college and are we still having imposter syndrome as adults that we feel like we deserve to take up space and be in these spaces i want to talk about love languages and what are your love languages and what do your love languages look like in platonic and romantic relationships and how self-sabotage plays a huge role in both and how we self-sabotage ourselves when good things come into our lives, but also how we feel like in order to have good things, we have to experience bad when that's not the reality. Who said you can't have good things just because you deserve good? Talking about how to let go and how to forgive people, post-grad depression, what it means to be queer, old school mentalities, learning how to love oneself, learning how to love other people and what that looks like. You know, it's a journey. It's definitely a journey for all of these. Although they are journeys, these are all journeys that I want to take, that I want to tap into, that I want to discuss, and I want to go into full detail with loved ones in my life because I feel like it's so important. I think if people were to hear us talking, they might start having these conversations and spaces. And I think the one that's in my head right now is love languages and what love languages look like in a classroom, in a teaching classroom for teachers and professors and their students. Why can't we love students in their own love languages? But this is a journey and all of this is a journey and I want to take y'all with me and I want to bring the people closest to me and I want y'all to hear what we have to say and how you're not wrong and we feel you and a lot of the shit that we experience is human shit and we just don't like to talk about it because we're like oh I don't want nobody in my business and the reality is like when you open up and you're vulnerable you allow other people around you to be vulnerable and that opens different spaces but that even might heal you and other people so that's what I want to do with this podcast I just want to pour all of that into this and just have people talk and have myself talk and answer questions and talk about our own experiences and give just pieces of advice that we can if we can or have y'all give us pieces of advice and just vent it's really more of a conversation but you know a lot of conversations lead to very different things and 
you know, it's not always the way we want them to, but it's always a learning opportunity for everybody. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about myself, and I hope that helps on what is the purpose of this podcast and why I chose to do this and why I want to have my loved ones on here and why I want to talk about all these things that make us feel uncomfortable, vulnerable, make us cry, make us laugh, whatever it is, um, or even overthink how a lot of these topics make us overthink. And I want to talk a little bit about myself and who I am. And with that being said, I want to introduce myself again and talk a little bit about me and who I am and what I've done and like whatever y'all want to hear me say. So again, my name is Tisela. I am 21 years old. I was born and raised in New York City. I was raised in Harlem, New York. I will forever jack Harlem like it's its own borough because I believe that. Um, I grew up with my family really, really close. I grew up in a Dominican household. I grew up in a single parent household. Um, my dad was absent a lot. He was here and there. Super cool with my dad's side of the family, but grew up with a very absent father. I grew up with my family. My cousins are basically mi primo hermano, so they're my siblings, basically. I grew up on the second floor, my aunt on the first floor, and then a building away. It was like my uncle in apartment A, my aunt in apartment B, so all of us were always together. I grew up with being on the block a lot, like grew up seeing things that, you know, you wouldn't want to see as a five-year-old or a six-year-old, um, but you saw things, and a lot of that is growing up in predominantly black and brown neighborhoods and trying to make money and just trying to push through and survive. I am a recent college grad. I am a first-gen grad. Um, I received my bachelor's in sociology with a double minor in education and legal studies. I have no career plans because I don't think human beings should work ever. Um, I love... I've been an organizer for about seven years of my life since I was 15. Um, I'm going to say seven years because I'm going to be 21 in October. Um, I've been a part of the same nonprofit since I was 15. My mom is calling me on FaceTime. Before I was really interrupted by my mom, I forgot what I was saying. But yes, I received a bachelor's degree. I don't think humans sh should work. I know I said that. Um, yeah, that's a whole other thing. I currently work for the nonprofit that I was a part of when I was in high school. Um, I'm alumni to, I've been alumni facilitator for about three, four years now. Um, I love writing. I love reading. I'm finally tapping into reading because school really destroyed my ability to enjoy reading. I love writing. I used to love writing. I've loved writing poems and just pouring myself. And I think I'm a better communicator when it comes to writing. Like, I feel like I could pour a lot more of myself in writing than I can in person because I'll probably cry or I just won't say it and I will pussy out. Um, I don't know if I mentioned, I did mention growing up in a single parent household. My dad passed away when I was 15 um, and I love music. When he passed away, one of the things that helped me grieve and go through the flow and just like, I guess be a 15 year old was music. I could not live my life without music to the point where my mom became upset every single day because I would be blasting music on the TV. And she was like, you're not supposed to do that. Tu no puedes eso. Tu papá se murió. Your dad died. And it was just like, that's the Dominican culture. But my brother would have to tell her like, that was her way of coping with it. And it was my way of coping with it. I love music. But right now I listen to like the same five songs every single damn day. Um, some things about life after college, as I said before, I'm currently working as an alumni facilitator. I don't plan to do that for a very long time. I think this might be the last time that I do that until I step into, you know, whatever comes next for me. I do intend to go back to school next year because I really, really want to do research. There's a lot of stuff that I want to do. 
and I hope that school is the answer for me right now. Life after school, I really wish that, I really hope that I get to go to DR and spend either six months, three months, or some time out there to learn about my family history and my culture a lot more. Um, I know that I, when I did travel to DR for the first time in like 10 years in March, I felt super disconnected to the world. I felt d- super disconnected to Dominican Republic in itself. And it's strange because come to um, coming to America, you're literally looked at weird for being a black or brown person. And then you're, the system is built against you. And then you go to where your parents come from and you go to Dominican Republic and they see you as an American. So it's like, where do you feel like you belong? And I want to go out there and just learn more about my culture and who I am and my family history. And I also really want to have a farm. I really, really want pigs. I really, really want cows. Like, I want that for me. Like, I want to have that life. I do a lot of activist and organizing work. And I have been, as I said before, since I was 15. I've spoken at Teachers College of Columbia University at 17. Um, I've been on New York One before, talking about the nonprofit that I was a part of. And I'm currently an alumni facilitator for. Um... I've done a lot of like things that sometimes I just can't remember and sometimes people need to remind me that these things happen Um, and a lot of it is a conversation that I want to have where we brush off our accomplishments and don't want to give ourselves our flowers for the things that we deserve knowing damn well that in this this system they want us they definitely want us to fail and to not succeed so when we don't celebrate our accomplishments for things like that you know there's a reason why we don't celebrate our accomplishments and that's a whole other conversation that i want to have but those are some just brief brief things about me that i remember from the top of my head but this is just a very short episode or short intro um to grieving growing and glowing with hisela and friends and i also want to talk about a little bit why i even named it grieving growing and glowing one i wanted it to match my name i wanted it to have like g's um yes my name is spelled with a g hisela a lot of people are always questioning as to like how it sounds like it's a h it's in spanish my name is hisela um i don't know why i said that again but grieving because i feel like um, when we talk about things in our lives and a lot of losses, we tend to grieve, whether that's leaving college or losing friendships and relationships and leaving things behind, growing because there's always a space and chance to learn and grow about ourselves. And when we grow and grieve, we get to glow. So that's the reason behind why I named it the way I did and why I had to like think so thoroughly about it. Um, but this is just a very small intro to grieving, growing, and glowing with Hisela and friends um i want to say thank you to everyone who has been supporting me even without me putting anything out there um for being so loving and supportive and appreciative and like i adore every single one of you and like it does not go unnoticed because i really really do appreciate it um i really want y'all to stay tuned and see what's next for ggg with g um the next episode or The bigger conversation should be out soon. And of course, we will have a feature. So definitely stay tuned and check us out.